What up, what up, what up? Happy Tuesday, happy Tuesday. Man, guys, what is going on? Back with another quarantine radio. Now I'll just play with you. It feels like it, though. Oh, man. So, on this episode, I'm super excited because we got um, Angelica from a little bit of everything. Someone that we've been you know friends with for a while now we've been wanting to get her on the episode or sorry on the podcast for a while now and you know it's tough for me and lauren to like get interviews and that's why we're kind of you know sifting through people we really want to talk to and uh finally getting the chance to talk to them so finally the time has come the time is here time has come indeed (laughs) and if you are a new listener Yo, thank you for joining during this quarantine time. I hope you're doing great, feeling safe, feeling go, secure. Go get yourself a quarantine and listen. Oh, God. And if you're an existing <laughs> listener, yo, what up? Thank you for coming back. We got a good episode for you. We appreciate you. <laughs> Once again, I'm Chanel, co-host of Page and the Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife. Lauren. And man, <laughs> this episode with Angelica was a fun one. Um, we talk about a, a host of things. We talk about, um, you know her job situation how that's working out her podcast which links are all in the description for you to check out after this um definitely do she covers she talks with a lot of people a lot of interesting episodes um definitely worth checking out and you know just how she's holding up during this whole situation um got a little bit a little bit (laughs) into 90 day fiance um that was a fun conversation there you know just just a whole lot of you know, funness, I guess you could say, happening in this episode, for lack of better words. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's not even a word, right? Probably not. <sighs> it's not my bad. <laughs> like, at this point, I just feel like, you know, every day is a weekend. I just feel like I don't know what the days are. That's what I'm saying. Every when they're happening. Even when I have to work, it just feels like a Saturday morning. I don't want to work. Like, for some reason, I was in, I have a networking meeting I go to every Wednesday. And so we still do it on Zoom now. And if i have that meeting i know it's wednesday but for some reason after the meeting i was questioning myself i'm like what day is it is it, is it thursday is it really wednesday though uh, my life is so kerfuffled uh-huh. uh-huh um all right guys we're gonna get into this episode man it was like i said it was a great one check out angelica her podcast like everything down below the description um yeah i just can't stop talking about so many good things she even has uh how she's connecting with people through linkedin which i thought was a super smart idea mm-hmm. good advice um, yeah a lot of good stuff so with that being said i'm gonna stop rambling and we're just gonna play the episode does that sound good to that you that sounds amazing my love okay with that being said guys let's start the show what is going on everyone i'm shadell coast of page on simpsons i'm joined by my lovely wife hey guys it's lauren and today we have a very 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 special guest. We have Angelica from a little bit of everything podcast. Hey everybody. What up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for joining me in, in that what up culture, I guess you could say. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, man. So so how are things going? How are you doing today on at least for us? It's nice morning, sun is out. How's things for you? Um, so Canada has this reputation of like having four seasons in a week. So wow. we kind of don't know how to dress. I felt like I was able to put all my winter clothes in a container. And now it's like, oh, 
I need that um, layer that I use in the winter. Now I got to bring it back out. The weather's been crazy. Um, it's not good because clearly it's like we're going into allergy season. And then with this whole Rona situation, it doesn't help because people are kind of like, is it allergies? Am I just getting a cough? Because Mother Nature wants to punish us and say, hey, we're going to give you 17 degree weather, which I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit. And I, you know, you're just like, oh, my God, I can wear shorts. And then all of a sudden, next day, it's like minus five, minus 10. And you're like, what is happening? <laughs> That's pretty much how it is here. It was yeah. like actually snowing this morning. And then, yeah, we had like a little bit of snow this morning. It's very confusing. Yeah. And then we'll have like super nice spring slash summer weather. It's crazy. I, I it's crazy. I like, I don't know what's going on. Or do they have the Rona? Whoever's coming up with the weather and they're just like, right. eh, whatever. <laughs> no one's coming outside anyways. Just make everything happen. Yeah, oh, exactly. I, I feel you. I feel you with those allergies, though. I've been having those for a couple weeks, too. And I feel like you have to be so cautious because now if you have like a tiny cough, everyone looks at you like you're crazy. Exactly. And I suffer through allergies. I suffered, I think, about a couple weeks ago. I got it so bad because it's the beginning the pollen level was at a high because according to my weather network app, that's what it was telling me. So going to work was really tough. And then I have to take a couple days off because it's true. Like you sneeze and you're just like, Oh no. Oh no. She's got it. We got to go. You know what I mean? And it's just like, Oh, come on guys. It's just allergies. And they're like, "Mm, mm, that's not allergies. Oh no. Yeah. So I'd rather stay at home and work from home when it's stuff like that. But other then the allergies, you know, my life hasn't really changed. <laughs> good, good. So then on that note, tell us about what you do for your job and about your podcast. So I work on in the construction industry as a project site administrator. And um, I bounce between site and in office. I do a lot of the administrator work and I've also pay out all the trades and the subcontractors and all that and I help out with other things as well with the field team and management team and um, my job hasn't really changed I know we've been kind of like walking on eggshells because we weren't sure if we were going to shut down if our mayor um, and our uh, provincial leader I even forgot what he is again but he's just like you know are we going to shut down is construction going to shut down because construction plays a huge part in everyone's economy um, because we bring in shipments from different parts of the world to have your countertops done, your windows done, et cetera. So it really moves trade as well. Um, but we are still working because they recently put out that any job that's been started or like they say, the hole has been dug, then you guys can continue working. But any projects that are fairly new just this year cannot continue. And they made some exceptions for some, but being in the residential um, sector, it has to keep going because realistically, my buildings are expected to have occupancy by December, uh, between December to February. So it needs to finish. I would hate to be this person who bought a condo um, four years ago and you're kind of like, where is it? Like, am I going to have a condo? Am I not? So they made it clear in, in the country of Canada to like, if it's residential, if it's something manufacturing that we need as supplies, 
or whatever it is that the construction can still keep going. Of course, we have hospital jobs with my company. So they're obviously open and they're trying to keep precautions and how to you know manage that because there's, I think, in Toronto, um, my company is one of the largest subcontracting company, general contracting companies. And, you know, we have a lot of projects. So some of them got hit, some of them didn't. Um, but they're tr- really trying to do their best to move people around so they can still have a job and help us out who we because we do need the extra hands like we're doing uh screening questions every morning we are taking their temperatures we are asking other different questions we're making sure we have supply and we're reaching out to our suppliers to make sure we get hand sanitizer making sure we get um as much as we can because really it's it's tough like you can't even find hand sanitizer anymore and when i go out and buy these items i'm not just representing for myself i'm representing for 150 plus people so it's like it's hard to get this stuff and we're calling non-stop to other people like hey you know how's it going and having a good reputation as a country and a really good company it's like people will do so much to try to get you that supply so that's actually helping out a lot um but my schedule hasn't changed i'm still if, if anything i think i've gotten busier because now we're coming in earlier, we're making sure everyone's been screened, if stickers need to be handed out for their hard hats and stuff like that. We are you know, constantly changing our policies, making sure everyone's aware, hand washing stations are implemented. And I gotta say this, I know it's so weird, from a generation of people that we have working, they never wash their hands on construction sites. It's like, Aww. you know, they would be <laughs> like, yeah, you know... They would say, who needs to wash their hands? Because, you know, this is the life that you work in. It's like, no one's got time to wash their hands. You just eat and quickly and then you continue on. Even my husband used to say that. I used to pack him hand sanitizer and hand wipes. And he works in construction landscape. He's like, I would have mud in my hands. I would have concrete on my hands and I'm eating my sandwich. And I'm just like, that's disgusting. I said, I pack you purposely bottles of hand sanitizer before when you were able to get it. And wipes, because I'm like, use it, because you don't know what's on that. And I know most of, like, especially concrete was my favorite thing in school. And I learned a lot about it. So I have an architectural background, by the way. And I was just like, you can't have that on your hands, on your food. And he's like, well, I haven't died yet. And I've been in construction for so long. And I'm just like, picture, whatever, you do your thing. And now it's like, oh, now I got to start using more hand sanitizer. Oh, yeah. really? So mm-hmm. my job hasn't really changed, but the people, the morale, it's hard to keep it up. I know for me, I feel like sometimes in the office, we're like, try, we're, we're trying our hardest. We're trying to keep saying, we're trying to kind of forget about what's happening because we still have to continue normal construction as usual. There is hiccups on the way because you know, you're expected to get certain items from overseas. And unfortunately, it's been held back since all of this has happened. We're not sure if we're even going to get in. It. It's just, it's a lot of stress, but we're trying to do as best as we can. Um, regards to the podcast, I felt like my podcast hasn't really changed in numbers because I really try to get away from the whole COVID-19 situation. I'm not talking about it as much. I'm really recapping sometimes on Saturdays about my day, like my week and, you know, how we just got to keep going. Life's got to go on, right? And you got to adapt to the new normal. And I hate to say that because a lot of people are kind of like still scared of when's that next, 
you know, rent money going to go to? Like, when is that grocery money? Like, where are we going to, where are we going to be next month? How are we going to manage and et cetera? And I, you know, I understand that. And, but we have to sort of adapt and kind of see the brighter things of this. Like for you guys being at home, um, you get to learn more about each other. You guys get to maybe share about what you guys do day to day at work. Cause when I was at home, I was like, actually, my husband's like, wow, what are you doing? There's so many big numbers. Cause I'm dealing with millions of dollars and I'm like, well, this is what I do. This is what um, I have to submit in every single month. And you know, this is how we get paid and this is how everybody else gets paid. And, you know, you, you have to learn more about each other during these times and look at it the brighter side of things. So with podcasting, I kind of just said, you know what? I've interviewed 120 people in January, February, and I'm still releasing episodes five days a week. And I'm trying to do every other Saturday so I can get through my list of people. And most of my people are entrepreneurs, actors, musicians. I've got um, coaches, motivators. I even had a hypnotist. Like, you know, those are stuff that keep us distracted and learn about different people and their services. So even other podcasters, because everyone's different, like everyone's got a different platform. So I just keep doing what I'm doing because really my full-time schedule has gone busier. And I just want people to kind of get away and navigate, which has been working like, you know, um, my co-host and I just uh, started a shower karaoke where we pick one song. Is it shower? If it's one song karaoke, we talk about the music video and stuff like that. You know, people are enjoying it. I've been hearing a lot of feedback that thank you for making my day. Or when I recap 90 Day Fiance with my co-host, um, she, you know, she has her own podcast, but I invite her to come to my show. And then we have that collaborative shower karaoke segment. But we're getting the feedback of like, oh my gosh, this is making me laugh and you know, that's what's important to me to just let's not talk about this whole scenario because, yes, it's true. Like, it's it's horrible. You know, people are, are dying literally like it's I don't even know it's by the second or by the minute. I'm not even watching the news. Yeah. So I try to stay away from that because really I have to see what these important corporate emails are coming in to see if I'm going to have a job tomorrow or not. So every day is kind of like. Okay, well, let's see this another email that we got. Oh my gosh, you're just like, am I going to be home? Am I going to be not? Am I able to work from home if they do shut down? Like, it's just a lot of things are going through my mind. So I choose not to watch the news. Um, but with the podcast, it's been doing really great. I haven't seen like a dip in numbers because I do run a podcast community. And the biggest concern with most of them are like, well, my numbers have been affected. Let's try. And then I sit down with them. We had a couple calls and I said, let's stay away from this COVID-19. Why don't we talk about what you're doing at home? What are you maximizing your time? And a lot of small businesses that I'm friends with, they're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Or do I have to shut down? And I said, listen, you need to use this time and utilize it to network. And that's what I've been doing with the podcast. I've been going on LinkedIn. I've been because I have a LinkedIn account for the podcast, right? It's under my name, but I don't write what I do full time because I choose not to share about it. I like to keep that private, but, you know, networking with other people, motivators, speakers, get some people scheduled in for interviews. I'm trying to just maximize my, well, I don't really have extra time, but I'm trying to use this opportunity to get in contact with somebody who was very busy before and now they're getting back to me within 24 hours and try to, you know, figure something out. I was going to be um, kind of like a photographer because I, I do photography every now and then as a side hustle. And 
I'm reaching out to these local markets because in our community, a lot of people do host markets and have local vendors come out. And this is my opportunity to reach out to them because even though everything's postponed, I'm just going to offer them a service. Like I can interview your vendors, gives them an opportunity for a wider audience if they're selling online. I'm offering them photography services where, you know, this way they can have these photos that are professionally done for their newsletters, for upcoming events, for promotion, whatever it is. And, you know, I'm getting out there to network with other people because I feel like this is the time for everybody. If you even have a small business, I know times are tough. I treat my podcast as a business because I want it to succeed to where I want it to go. But you, everybody needs to utilize this time, maximize it, create a schedule, create a routine. Yeah. Because really, when we get back to that normal, which we don't know when that would be, it's to be announced. At least this way you can say, wow, that person that I spoke to three months ago that I said I need to get a hold of them right away and see them in person or whatever, create that business deal, that proposal you're going to ha- you're going to be ready for that because remember before when we were in the hustle and bustle and I I listen to you guys all the time and you know I love that you guys are so authentic and you know Lauren busy on the weekend Shadell is more during the week and if we we you guys probably didn't have time to meet up certain people during the weekends when he's free and you're trying to, oh, how do we can make our schedules work so we can interview other people or we can research for a podcast or, you know, because you've got so much going on. But reality now, and all the time we would say before, oh, I don't have time. To, uh, we don't have time for this. We can't do that. I have no time, 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 time. And you hear it. Now there is time. So the things that you couldn't do before do it now. And this is why I feel like the podcast hasn't changed because my mindset's more like, I still got to pump this author who was able to release a book and, you know, sold 5,000 copies in literally within 48 hours. He was a bartender turned into a successful author. I need to publish this episode because, you know, this person um, went through a horrible experience and now is a coach and teaching other people about what she's, you know, struggled through. And it's like, these are little things where people now with this time to really come up with creative ideas, either for your business, either for your self-help or personal development, whatever it is, just utilize the time. No, I, I completely agree because on my beauty business side, you know, I've still been having like networking meetings via Zoom and I have like a running to-do list that it was always the stuff that was on the back mm-hmm. burner and now I can actually accomplish kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just trying to show up for, you know, my clients and still be like, um, you know, in their mind and, and try to be supportive during this time. So I definitely agree with that. And then as far as the, as far as the podcast you're right. Like, that's why now we're trying to set up like interviews and do this kind of stuff because it's something we always wanted to do, but we just never, you know, got to. Yeah. <laughs> so very good points. And I'm glad you guys are utilizing this time and really coming up with ideas, especially for your business. It's like, you're probably having so many things running through your head that you need to get it on paper and reach out to other people. So this way, when you come out of this, it's like, well, Lauren's ahead three months she's going to have a good fiscal year because she's been really planning the past eight, six months. So to say, who knows, it could be the whole year. We don't know. It's just, the, this is what it is. And you've adapted to the situation and now you're thinking, okay, what can I do to make this business excel when I get back? Because when 
things go back to normal. We still don't know how people are going to react. Are people going to spend? Are people going to go crazy? Is what's going to happen? So, you know, I'm glad you're taking up that time and utilizing it to the most potential for your podcast, for your business, and for pretty much, you know, your relationship as well, you know, trying to just learn more about each other every day. I really like the idea that you have where you go on LinkedIn and you find like these people to like connect with and network with that were probably busy, <laughs> you know, doing their business or whatever the case is. I really find that to be like a smart, like move there. Well, thank you because I've, believe it or not too, on top of all my craziness, I do attend small business calls. I do attend other social media calls. And the big thing that everyone's talking about is getting on LinkedIn because if you want to succeed, where are you going to get your authentic, authentic customers or people who, who can represent you or people who are going to talk about you after this whole fiasco? It's LinkedIn. LinkedIn is where you're going to get your organic, organic people. Think about it. We know that Instagram, we know that Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of them. If you were to put a giveaway up or if you were to talk about your podcast on your personal page, which I know you guys discussed about it, you're not going to get much attention. People are just going to like your post, but are they going to click on that link, that call to action that you do? You know, it's like 50-50 or sometimes it could be 2% of the people that do it out of the, you know, the, the rest of them who just like your post and it's difficult. Like I'm actually experiencing Facebook ads and see how that works for my podcast Facebook page. I'm trying to see if this is going to work. I only spent literally $5 for five days. I'm not going to get a huge amount of reach, but then it'll give you an indication that with the $5 I spent with the potential 2000 people that could be reached, am I, is it actually worth it? Because then I need to re-strategize and say, what else could work? What else could I do? So then going back to LinkedIn, um, it's like LinkedIn, you're going to get authentic people. You're going to get people who all, who want to be either on a podcast or people who just want to just talk to you and connect. And, you know, hopefully there'll be a partnership in the future. So LinkedIn, a lot of people are forgetting. And I actually collaborate um, with an HR representative who pretty much has really good contracts and she does a segment on my show every single month. So the biggest thing she talked about is how to navigate your career during this crisis. And the one thing which that episode is going to be coming out this week, it's like, she talks about more into LinkedIn and how to really like, cause a lot of people, she says they're they're She's busy. She's working from home and people are looking for jobs, but now a lot of people are, are switching. They're switching from, they were either in IT, want to go to healthcare. People who are in healthcare want to get out. People who are in this, they want to go there. So it's like people are now during these times are trying to figure out, did I like my job before? Do I want to start something? And she does provide a ton of courses that a lot of universities, big universities are offering for free. So I recommend people to check out this episode because it's kind of like for me, it was an eye opening. I was like, you know what? She is right. You got to utilize LinkedIn to your maximum potential um, for anything, really. And if you're in a profession that you feel like you need to connect to somebody that can change your future, you got to go to LinkedIn. It's true. 
It's it's true. LinkedIn, I've always kind of neglected, mm-hmm. I guess, because in my in my business, it's more of like the artsy creative places. So mm-hmm. like Instagram and TikTok and all that kind of stuff is where it seems to be more lucrative. But at the same time, I always had a LinkedIn and I always like I'll still share my blog posts there and I'll still connect with people on there so that it's still something for me because I know that there is value for in sure. It. And for you, it's visual. So I get that. And then and yeah. it's like you need to show your work. You need to show that product, right? So you do yeah. have a point where it may kind of not work for you, but this could be an opportunity where you can be a corporate makeup artist for a corporation when they have to do a commercials or filming events or whatever if they're utilizing their own people, right? So, you know, it could be a different venue. Just an idea that popped in my head when you said that. So, um it, you know, it may not work for everybody, but for those who are kind of considering that are in a profession and need to move, or for me as a podcaster, or if you're a motivational speaker or uh, some type of coach, this is your time to network with people on LinkedIn because then you can provide coaching services to corporate. You can provide, um, you know, if you're a personal trainer, you can start creating your corporate fitness plan for corporations to do for 20 minutes a day and hire that personal trainer to come on board. Uh, to your corporation and say now with this whole thing and going back to normal let's keep let's keep people in that healthy lifestyle let's keep let's how do we keep that anxiety low for these workers because when everybody returns back to work in those facilities that have 2,000 people and you're in cubicles what's gonna happen I've got so many ideas I could talk all day <laughs> yeah yeah I, like man you get, you, uh, yeah, I have a lot of ideas now. I have a random, like, off-topic, like, well, not really off-topic, but in the, in the sense, what are your thoughts on this? Because I used LinkedIn probably, like, months ago at, at this point, where I used to put, like, clips of videos I would think would be interesting to people that are on LinkedIn mm-hmm. of whatever thing we're talking about to, like, kind of get engagement. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Do you do, you do the same similar thing, or would you do that or what are your thoughts on like sharing like a clip that like would speak to someone that's on LinkedIn that sees this if we're talking about like money and finances or or something well I share all my episodes while I try to because you know when you've got every social media for podcasting it's hard to keep up and I would share I won't share 90 fiance because really that's like for me I don't know the reputation of people like what are you going to get out of it the big thing in mind is sharing something that can help engage people because people see what you like people see what you share um so it's a lot different and i do share my motivational speakers i do share um the people that i interview and i do share clips or i would share an article that's relatable because you don't know how you're going to receive it you don't know like who can help somebody who can um say oh my gosh like my HR stuff, I do share it because then it's like I'm working with an HR rep that is very who who gets huge contracts, but at least this way it helps her give clients because I'm more the middle person when it comes to podcasting. I'm trying to help my guests get exposure, but also I in return get an audience from them and I get an audience from the outside world of social media and also with LinkedIn. So I do encourage people, but if it's money and finance, I don't see it being a problem because really, if you go to a financial consultant profile, they're going to be talking about money and finance all day. 
and you as a podcaster, why couldn't you talk about it? Because that's something maybe valuable to somebody else, you know? So you don't know who else you can help because, you know, when a financial consultant puts out stats and links and stuff like that, did they actually write the article? It's true. And yeah. you summarizing it for somebody else, it's really helpful because then it, it tells that person who's looking at your video or article that you specifically wrote or you specifically said and helped them summarize. It's like, oh, this makes sense to me. Okay. So I think it's a good idea, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to have to take a peek at your, your LinkedIn. <laughs> it's not that great. I'm still trying to make it better because, you know, the person that I work with, her name's Hannah from jobconfident.com. It was just like, oh my gosh, like she's like full of information. She's been giving me so many ideas and it's just like, I need to learn how to navigate. And I'll tell you a personal story from somebody at work. So, you know, with our company's reputation and, you know, it's one of the largest, biggest companies in Canada. And um, what happened, the fact that they, you have, like, I have this company name. And if I put myself on LinkedIn, a lot of people have been getting amazing, amazing job offers. Companies are approaching them like, oh my God, we'd love to have you on our team. And a lot of people land their dream job. And you'll be surprised. And also, it's, a, it's just because of a company name. And I'm just like, I'm not ready for that yet. I'm still trying to finish up my courses because I'm going to level up in my career and kind of move different departments and stuff. But that's till later. But with the podcast, it's like, you got to think of it like it's a business. You got to think of it of this brand because you guys took time for this brand to to evolve and to expand. And same with me and many other people. And it's like, we need to learn how to utilize LinkedIn as a business to see how we can grow and create connections. It's all about connections. Cause I hear so many yeah. great stories from people who are like, well, this fitness trainer just got hired just to do lunch ons for the next year. And it was a pretty good damn contract. So <laughs> I must say. <laughs> okay. You got me sold. I'll, I will say that. <laughs> So, all right, switching gears here. So, um, I know you're not home as much as we are because you're still working right now. But despite that, um, because I know that you guys probably still have to kind of stay in your house as much as you can. I'm assuming you can't, like, just go gallivanting all over. Um, so, what is kind of keeping you sane during that time? Do you have, like, favorite shows that are passing any of the time? Like, I know we said the 90 Day Fiance or anything like that. Um, you know what? Because the amount of ideas that I have with the podcast and helping other other people and helping other my other friends who have small businesses that recently opened the beginning of this year um i spend a lot of time on the computer and once in a while i do turn on the tv but i it's hard like for me i'm a person before my before this started saturdays and sundays it's either i'm out i'm visiting my parents that's been taking a huge effect and you know it's hard like i try to call them as much as i can and, and you know, I can hear it like they're like, oh, my God, when are you going to visit? Because I used to see them every single Saturday and spend literally the whole day. But I try. I'm always busy. And it's really hard for me to kind of slow down. Like I had a sty for two days 
and I've watched, oh, I couldn't go on the computer. My work was like, you know, you should go home early because of your safety of your eye. Cause you know, the dust and everything. I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm taking it. Um, so I literally just take them as much rest. I, I wasn't sleeping before either. Cause I, I just pack on too much during my week. Cause like I'm at work from six 30 to four and then five on, after I do my whole procedure of showering, disposing my clothes and everything, I start podcasting from five o'clock onwards. Sometimes I'm not done on my computer till 1130 because there's always one thing, another thing that pops into this brain of mine. And it's just like, let me jam pack it. It really sucks. And I don't end up sleeping until midnight. And then I'm like, oh my God, I got to get up early. But I know that's me every day. <laughs> the poor husband, I see him for dinner and then it's like, he's busy building computers and organizing his office and that's his hobby trying to maximize the cooling in the motherboard and trying to get it less than five <laughs> degrees and which he has accomplished now he's trying to figure out how long it could last and yeah that's that's his life which is great he's got a hobby to keep himself busy um but it's i watched the the English game on Netflix, we binge watched it on Thursday evening. I was like, okay, let's just do this. I'm not on the computer tonight. Um, fantastic. I really loved it. I was a huge, huge football fan from back in the day. And it was nice to see how the FA Cup started. And, you know, between working men and gentlemen, which they call themselves like the rich. Um, that was fascinating. I was watching... Uh, I watched that movie with Mark Wahlberg. I think it's called Suspense or with Post Malone. I don't even know the name of it. Oh, we haven't seen it Really good. Wait, we did? Yeah. Well, didn't we see a trailer for it? No, we didn't. Hold on. Oh, hold on. I'm thinking of someone we just saw like two days ago for a trailer. Never mind. I'm going insane. It's okay. Never mind. Never mind. I was thinking, no, you know what I'm thinking of? The trailer we were watching a couple days ago and you were like, we should watch that. And no, okay. All right. Yeah. So that's how it's going for me lately, guys. That's a perfect example. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I watched that yesterday. Then we watched... Oh, that show. Oh, my God. It was more like a romantic comedy. Uh, I Love You Maybe, I think it's called. Um, hold on a second. I actually have my iPad in front of me so I can tell you. It's about these two young kids who grew up together as best friends. And then as their careers change and then she becomes like this famous chef, uh, Sasha Tran. And he's like, you know, a bum and working with his dad and having a... Um, just still his high school band and um, they meet up together and they're not sure if they're meant for each other with their lives. It came out like last year and I, I've been wanting to see it, but obviously just didn't have the time and it was yeah. super cute and I really liked it. Um, and then my husband watched another movie and I was just like, I can't watch anymore. This is too, way too much for me, but I have been watching again, which Oh my God, the office. <laughs> The Office is one of those shows that I've been watching every single day during my lunch hour just to kind of distract me things and just don't bother me while I'm eating type deal. So I've been watching The Office again and I'm at season seven. And um, yeah, I think I'm going to rewatch it again for some reason. I don't know. I'm just obsessed with it. Can I just say that I am one of those people that has never seen The Office and it, it sounds, it's, I know, I know, it's terrible because 
I see all like different <laughs> memes and like all that stuff. And I'm like, oh, this would be funny. I just never did. So I probably will because it's, it, I can definitely see myself watching it. I just have it. You have to watch it. It's so funny. I think this is probably like the 20th time I'm rewatching it. And it's always funny every single time. The one person who doesn't like it is my husband. If I'm watching, he's like, you're kidding me, right? Do you not get bored of this? I'm like, no, it's like watching Big Bang Theory being played every single weekend. And there's nothing else to watch. It's almost the same thing. (laughs) Uh, But uh, other movies or shows, I haven't really found something that would be like, probably Formula One, Drive to Survive. Um, But I don't know. Like, that's the only ones I've seen. The other ones, I was hoping that A Night at the Roxbury was going to come on the Canadian Netflix, and I was disappointed it actually came out first in the U.S., and I was like, oh, that's a movie that I love. Um, But I don't know when we're getting it, if we're not. Police Academy is another one. I did watch it numerous times. It's so funny. It brings back memories of what Toronto used to be like, because it was all filmed in Toronto. And with Police Academy, believe it or not, it's a place nearby where I'm working and it's stayed the same. Like, architectural-wise, nothing's really changed. And my dad was approached back in the day when they were filming. They said they were looking for extras to be in one of the scenes where they were rioting the streets against the cops. And they asked him if they wanted to be in the movie. And at the time, they were, like, paying him, like, I think, like, 100 bucks. Which, back in the day, 100 bucks is, like, holy crap. And um, he couldn't because my brother at the time, he was just settling into the country. And my mom, my dad couldn't just leave work and be like, I'm going to be in a movie if you're filming for a whole week for a hundred bucks. Right. So um, it's nice to see that Toronto really hasn't changed when it comes to those little pocket of areas. But yeah, Police Academy is another one that's on my list. (laughs) All right. All right. Um, I got a. One thing I want to talk about that I know is a show that you watch is 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> and so me and Lauren, we're not big on it. We're kind of interested in getting started in watching this only because of the reset thing with like this guy named Big Ed and like who he's <laughs> with. <laughs> oh, the memes. There's so many memes. So what did you want to know about the show? Like, because I've been watching it since season one. Like, I kind of grew up with it. It's it's weird. It's like Teen Mom. I grew up with Teen Mom, and I'm still watching them. We're kind of the same age, and I'm just like, this is weird. I should have been a Teen Mom. I would have made tons of money. <laughs> Look at them now. Every right? season, the cars get upgraded, and I'm just like, this is not cool, but it is what it is. <laughs> I just want to talk about the relationship this guy has. Like, it's just... Oh, uh, gosh. Okay. Yeah, so I've said it on my recaps that I'm not a fan. At the beginning, I was a fan of Big Ed. Maybe because, I guess, because he struck me with his interior design background. Anyone who's in architecture, I'm like, oh, we can be friends. We could talk about this. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But as the season, the, the episodes went on, with his relationship with Rose. So she is, Oh my gosh, this is so bad. I think she's like 23 and he's 44, but I've heard otherwise higher than that. I don't know. 
no one still knows what how old he is or how young whatever but this relationship is so cringy it's eye twitching it burns my eyes like i feel like bottom line because most of these people in third world countries i can say that because i have family members who try to find other people who are back home that are trying to seek somebody in the united states or trying to go to a different country that's more developed because they want to get away from the country that they're in because it's communist it's like you know it's wow. they shut your water off at a certain time and i remember going there and i'm just like my grandmother saying uh you better take a shower now because if not the water's gonna shut down at seven i was like oh and then we came too late from the beach because the beaches are beautiful and um <laughs> i had to use bucket water so i understood where ed was coming from where he had to use yeah. bucket water and hey that's what it was at least my bucket water was warm it wasn't cold um i had plenty of water and uh, <laughs> i was like this man you cannot find anybody else in this big country of the usa that he's living in to find somebody like i feel like it's a mail order bride but looking at right. rose's perspective she has a son she lives in this country where you're kind of like i don't know what tomorrow you be like and i feel like she just wants to leave this country she wants to get away from this country to provide a life for her son which i i i don't know how to say this slightly but i've seen it a lot here with my mom's friends where one comes to canada and then all of a sudden the whole train comes with them because it's like they're marrying these people and you're just like, oh, you guys are 15 years difference. Oh, cool. So I guess that's the normal, right? Like for this specific culture. And I'm just like, it's, it's a cycle. They come here, they work as a nanny at home. All of a sudden they're trying to figure out when my work visa expires, what am I going to do? And then all of a sudden they're marrying this guy that they met. And all of a sudden they're living happily ever after, which is great because some of them don't end up working out. But with this age gap difference, it's just truly disgusting to me. Um, yeah. I just don't know. Like I know Ed's stirring up a lot on social media thinking like he's the most authentic character so that's happening right now currently. Um, and all the cast yeah. members are kind of upset because it's the fans that make the show at the end of the day, which thank you to them for recognizing that. And, you know, with Ed's... I guess his ego, I don't know what it is because at the beginning he tried to pull off like, because when everyone saw this age gap, everyone was kind of like, uh, what is happening? And then I kind of clicked in, Rose is trying to get a better life. She deserves that better life. So she needs to find it somehow, somewhere. So she found this guy that she locked him in and said, hey, like, yeah, I love you. You're my king. You're my queen, all this craziness. And then you're just like, how much more can you deal with that just to get yourself over to the United States and provide that life for your son? And then hopefully you end up loving him for who he is. Or I hate to say this because we see it a lot is where they wait till their last breath. And it's like, finally, it's done. I'm going to continue on with my other relationship that I either had or I'm going to start a new one because it tends to happen that way. And I've heard it. And it sucks, but that's the reality. If you want to get out of that country that you're just like, I can't go anywhere and I have the sun, I might as well find my way out somehow. You can't escape. You don't have money for a plane ticket. You don't know how the things work. You got to find someone who's got money to help you out. Let's be real. 
So it's hard to see it in that reality, but these guys get suckered in because they're so good at playing the game. And with Ed, um, you know, he, everyone made fun of him for his neck and they still do. And I remember he put, there was an interview of him saying that, well, what's well, because I have this type of um, disability with my neck and yada, yada. And, and he used that card for people to play sympathy because everybody knows, like, how could you make this woman, this young, uh, this young woman, I'm going to say it, young woman, she is so awkward, yeah. you know, and the scenes just keep getting worse and worse that everyone's kind of like, my eyes are burning and I, we need to help Rose and get her out of the situation because this, this yeah. is bad. But then people forget that, 90 Day Fiance before, we used to see Nikki and Mark. Nikki was 18 from the Philippines and Mark was 60-something. And she came over here. Oh, yeah, and you know, it's but with Ed, because of his ego and, and his and his nasty ways, because I'm going to say it that it is, um, it, it doesn't rub anybody on the wrong, wrong... Like, it just... Oh, it rubs me the wrong way. And with Nikki and Mark, it was like he wasn't that awkward and nasty. The, the only thing is just like, oh, I'm giving you this Mazda convertible because it was my ex-wife, so I'm going to give it to you. And my ex-wife this, my ex-wife that. Are they still together? We don't know, right? We don't know. We haven't heard from them in a while. Um, but with Ed, and I, I hope, and there is a rumor, which it may shock you guys because all you see is the memes, that uh, Rose is actually engaged to a girl. So now the, this plot what? is going to change and it's like, how much more can this girl be with Ed? Because now it's like, I don't even want to say the scenes because it may disturb people what we've seen last weekend and the week before, but Ed has been just, I don't know. It's, it's been a whirlwind and people are just on the fence of like, they're not liking him and he's just being inappropriate and just awkward. Like it's just, gross and uh, yeah but we've had couples in the past who like david and annie david was is almost 50 or past 50 and then annie when they first met she was 27 but at least she was over 25 but still it's that weird age gap um we've had different couples like there's oh my god angela and michael Angela claims to be 53 and though she looks like a good 60 and he's 27. He wants to get out of Nigeria. Um, we've seen Lisa in this season and Ushman. Ushman's, um, I think he's 28 or 30 and Lisa claims to be 50, but I don't know where they're getting these numbers because they look pretty rough. Uh, so she's like, she says she's 50. So I'm like, okay, cool. So it's weird. Like, you know, you don't just see the young girl going after the older man. You're also seeing the young man going after the older woman because older, I guess with what we've seen in the past, older women are like, Oh my God, this young man is like approaching me. Like who, like he thinks I'm beautiful because I'm not having any luck anywhere. Um, the other story we've seen is Jenny and Samit. And this will probably give you another what. So Samit catfished her as Michael Jones. Young man, 27. She's like 55 or 60. I'm not even sure. Um, what ended up happening was when they were going to video chat, he's like, I'm not Michael Jones. I'm Samit. And she kind of just, oh, 
was upset but then ended up still talking to him because he's like i still love you and love you and all this that they decided to meet there was a whole lie behind him he tried to you know pretend that he lives on his own and his parents um thought that he was he found another job in a different city in india and it's just like it was just too much but towards the end we find out that he was still married to his wife and this poor woman jenny was just like you're still married like i didn't even know you you were married in the first place yeah and apparently they're on another season starting june 1st of 90 day the other way um so because she was on the other way for the first season where the american leaves their life and moves to the foreigners and live there forever which was a great segment because you're just like you have this yeah yeah and it's like you have this much savings that you think and you're taking out your 401k and all of a sudden you realize that 401k is not going to last you not even six months so it was interesting to see Jenny and Samit. Now we're seeing them again on June 1st for the other way, a new season. So it seems like Samit, the one who catfished her and was still married, apparently divorces. And apparently with the culture of India, a lot of people said that it's like against the law to be cheating on your spouse and to be doing this whole thing that he's been doing that could have caused him jail time and probably execution, depending on what the wife says in the statement. Um, but, you know, cause this was an arranged marriage and he wasn't happy with it. And I actually spoke to a coworker who came from India about a year ago, came to Canada, he was working in Dubai. And I asked him like, is this what it is? And he's like, well, no, and my culture was different. Like different cities are changing. They're trying to modernize themselves. And he says, well, my parents found me, my wife, but they said, you have a month to see if you like her. If not, we have to cut ties. And I was like, well, at least you had a choice. So, you know, I had to really talk to other people to kind of see like what what's the precautions. And of course, Samit would have been in jail. He would have been, you know, um, killed and everything for cheating on his wife. So there's a lot happening in 90 Day and how to get started. Um, I actually... <laughs> to another podcaster and his wife um they actually binge watched from season three onward in the week because they were home quarantine uh, <laughs> he's just like the show is crazy but addicting at the same time um i feel like uh, people are starting now they're not going to know most of the couples and some of them return from other seasons and um it's like you can start from like season six wasn't that great. Season seven you can't, but there's different, there's different, um, there's different spinoffs. Like it's not just ninety day fiance. There's ninety day fiance the other way, ninety day before the ninety days. Now they're doing the ninety day quarantine because production has stopped because of this whole travel ban. And there's been other uh, little spinoffs here and they're like, what now? Happily ever after, and it's just it keeps going. So. You guys can start watching it now, but the season's practically over, I think, in a couple of weeks. And then they do the quarantine one. And then the quarantine goes on for who knows how long. They picked 40 couples, and then they'll go on with the new um, new season of 90 Day uh, the other way, where the foreigner goes to the country. So maybe you can start off from that or watch rewatch the whole season that's happening now, season four, uh, bef- uh, before the 90 Days which you guys can get a hang of, but there's a lot of YouTubers like Saucaholic who will recap most of the seasons that you've missed and kind of give you a quick 12 minutes of what happened 
through that whole season with certain characters. So that's actually not bad. And it's very funny too. And you'll probably get like, oh, that's what happened the whole season. <laughs> yeah. Cause it, like, it seems so interesting now, like after seeing like this whole thing with big Ed and Rose and like, there's a, there's no YouTuber that I guess was on it that I've been watching clips um, on YouTube of it's Stephanie. And I think the girl she's with. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> so, like I've been like watching these clips and I'm like, I should start watching this. this it's gold. It's TV gold. Uh Stephanie and Erica. So one's a YouTuber, which is Stephanie. Erica's the one from Australia. Uh she has a huge following on Instagram. Erica found Stephanie on her YouTube channel because she's a YouTuber and kind of just messaged her and that's how the relationship started. But my opinion with that, um, Stephanie doesn't know who she is really, because Erica seen her through youtube how sexual she can be and how open she can be but when it comes to face to face she's a different persona so some of the things that she set up for her um it's not really stephanie it's not it's not the youtuber that you see we're seeing a different side of stephanie that she's never known and you know i feel like that relationship everyone's speculating most people are speculating that the relationship could be fake because they want fame they just want the extra audience on their YouTube. And she probably wants more. Uh, yeah, because the love is not there. There's not that connection. Like, it's just so awkward how beginning to what it is now, it's just so weird. Even Yolanda, the older woman of six children, she catfished us to season. And I choose not to talk to her on my recaps because we found out that the person that she's talking to was a whole setup. And it was just like, he actually loves her. His name is not Williams. He has a different name. And frauded by TLC, which is Instagram account, which she does the undercover stuff of the finding out which couples are lying to us or not. The guy approached her and said, "Hey, listen, I'm not the bad guy. I'm not Williams. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to. I want to tell the whole world the story." And he, he, she got him on Instagram Live, and we find out that Yolanda just wanted to be on the show so she can um, increase her book sales and her fame. So it's it's crazy. <laughs> huh. Yeah, like a lot is a lot happens. A lot happens. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm, you definitely like talked us into <laughs> watching at least the season, probably going back and checking out other seasons. Now yeah, cool. and it's yes, that'll be the thing we binge. Yeah, right? and I do have like a, a Facebook group with the podcast where we just you know we do a live chat. And we, um, we just talk about it. And the cool thing is um, I do these um, par- viewing parties with a couple of people that we talk about during commercial break. And then we have the people in the Facebook group kind of like, you know, chime in and talk about it. Cause it's crazy. It's just, it's crazy cool. TV. Like, come on. Like, it's just, oh my God. Like you don't need to be drunk. You don't need to be like, you know, have your favorite beer in your hand. It's it's just unbelievable. Like, where do these people come from? But, you know, it's it's unfortunate when you, in season one and two of this whole 90 day, um, there was a lot of couples that are still together. And it's, it's funny how TV, where technically you want to see how these couples are doing now, the ones that are successful, the ones that are like, really together and have kids and they're just enjoying life but with tv we want to see the worst of everybody and kind of like say the wtf and lift your hands up in the air and put them on your head like 
wow, <laughs> what am I watching? And it's become yeah. a hit show. It's just incredible. Yeah. And this is why I talk about it because everybody has their own opinion. And I invite other podcasters who watch it. And I, I, you know, between my co-hosts and I, we're trying to like, hey, watch this clip. Let us know what you think. And they're just like, what is this crap? Like, you know, <laughs> but it's, it's fun. Um, my husband, he tries to avoid it because, like, it's just crazy. And he's just like, what are these people doing? What are they thinking? Yeah. And really, it's it's crazy. It's just crazy. It, so, I wanted to end how we normally end our episodes is with a relationship and, like, advice topic from right here. This one, I didn't want to get too heavy or anything. It's kind of a... Uh, silly but not silly if you're actually a person in it um so this is just gonna get interesting so okay the subject is i think my girlfriend has been using my gym gym socks to wipe after going to the bathroom yeah so it's a it's a long paragraph so i'm gonna summarize this the best way i can as i'm like going through this um pretty much this guy he lives a pretty normal life, and he thought his girlfriend did also. They've been together for a few months, and after things got serious, they uh, they moved in together. They started sharing a lot of household responsibilities, uh, but one thing she was like adamant about was that she had to do the laundry. So, of course, he's like, okay, fine. It's, it's weird that she's always <laughs> pushing to do the laundry, but... I mean... Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I guess things started getting weird because he keeps all his socks in his bottom of his drawer of his mm-hmm. dresser because uh, he goes to the gym frequently. He wants a good supply of clean gym socks that are ready to go. He never keeps a count, but visually he sees that like, hey, I, I got a lot. Um, and then he notices as he's like going through, he's like, I don't have much gym socks. I have more um, dress socks in my like in my dresser now. Mm-hmm. So he goes through and he's like looking through like laundry to see what where they're at. Um, and then he, he happens to like see by the laundry, there's like a basket and there's a bag inside the laundry basket and he opens it and he notices that his socks are there covered in poop. <coughs> and he's like, we don't have a dog. We don't have a, you know, kids. What is happening? And he kind of made a joke to her saying like, uh, before he knew what was happening, saying like, oh man, like, did he ruin my socks in the, in the laundry and all that? And, like, she pretty much freaked out, ran out the house, like, crying before he found out that the real reason she was so upset or nervous that he found out was, yeah, well, because, he, because of that reason. Oh, okay. Yeah. So what, you're asking, like, what would we I'm do not, to... I'm just giving you... I'm just, I'm just going through. Oh, okay. Going through uh, okay, gotcha. So... <laughs> The reason, the reason as to why she does this is because she has a fear of getting poop on her hands, so she uses the sock instead of toilet paper. But, okay, so just roll toilet paper more, I guess. I don't know. So, my question, I guess, for both of you here is, uh, if you find out you're in a new relationship, you've only known the person for a few months, you move in together, because you're like, okay, things are getting serious, cool. And then you find out they have this... <laughs> like this thing i don't know how to, what you would call it like what would you do how would you handle it like yeah 
Okay, you go first. Oh, great. I'm going to go first. (laughs) Since I'm the guest of honor, by the way, I love your laugh. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Oh, my God, I love your laugh. (laughs) Um, What would I do? Is that like the, it's weird, first of all, unless she's environmentalist, uh, you know, a hippie or something and doesn't want to waste paper, but why would you use socks? You could eat by cloths and I don't know. Yeah, she is a germaphobe. He does mention, but it still seems weird that that's what you go with. Yeah, I mean, they have like the flushable wipes and stuff, which I know aren't like the best for your pipes and stuff, but like you could always use that and then like throw it in the trash can, you know, and like throw it away because those would make you feel more Yeah, but it's just, it's, there's sustainable toilet paper i'm trying to go off by like if she's um you know sustainable friendly i don't know green person i i just have no clue but if there's got to be more to that like i feel like there's something missing like i I don't know um what would i do though oh geez is that the one thing that bothers him like if that's that's the only that's the only thing he mentions that is like, I guess everything seems to be going well these first few months. Dang. <laughs> so he doesn't have any. But do you think, because now that I'm thinking even more, do you think it's he's covering up this poop situation to be something else? Because I'm thinking of it that way. Because I'm just like, why would anybody use the sock for poop? You would use the sock for other things, which I don't know if we're even allowed to talk about it, but I'm pretty sure everyone has that imagination. <laughs> And maybe there's another guy coming in when he's away. And the one thing is a lot of them use the sock. I'm sorry. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I don't think she's got to be high. It can't be poop. Like it's, I, I don't know. My mind's going in a different direction with this. Cause it, you know, maybe he's a, like on Reddit. He's probably like, Oh, I don't want to say it. Cause everyone's going to be like, dude, just leave the relationship. If you're finding something fishy about it. But if that's the only, okay, going back to the poop, if that's the one thing that bothers him, um, he talk to her, like, what is the scenario of this poop situation? Why can't she use toilet paper? Maybe buy some cloths? I don't know. Like, why, why are you using a sock for poop? Like, that doesn't, doesn't make yeah. the connection. Yeah, because I've heard of people, like, who have bidets, and they'll use a cloth just to, like, wipe dry afterwards, and you have, like, different colored cloths for, like, your different family members so that you don't, like, mess it up, and, like, that sounds yeah, all well and I have good. A, a, a duvet, like, you know, I, I don't use it often, to be honest, but <laughs> it's just there, I think, for decoration, but um, I don't know, it doesn't make sense to me. The poop connection is not making sense to me because when you were starting off with the summarization, I was just like, Oh, I think I know where this is going. But then when you mentioned poop, I was like, What? You caught me off guard there. But if that's the only thing that's bothering him, I guess you know, have a conversation, obviously. And if she doesn't want to open up about it, then I don't know. Like, I hate to say this, but kind of just. I guess get up and leave, but is that the one thing that bothers you? Because if you think about it, how much, how many things that Lauren bothers you or Shadell? Like, uh, out of the hundred things that you love about each other, and you you don't like, let's say, I'm trying to find a middle number here, <laughs> maybe like twenty. I don't know. Like, you can live with that. 
like I don't know the the yep. poop is suspicious. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I live with this man. Yeah, so it's okay. <laughs> How long have you guys been uh, together? Uh, like almost oh, five okay, that's years. nothing. I've been with mine for 11, and we've been married for three. Yeah, so <laughs> there's a lot of things that we, we don't come to agreements, and I feel like we're sometimes black and white because he's a different person. He's more inside, I'm more outside. I'm a Leo, he's a Pisces, if that makes any like, definitely a big picture in your mind of what it's like. But you know, I, I can deal with it. We need that balance. But this poop situation to me, like. If I had this situation right now, if I was the person wiping with poop with a sock, that first of all, I don't think that would occur in my mind. But if being in that scenario and just like, my husband would be like, are you kidding me? Like, you can't use toilet paper? Why can't she use toilet paper? Like, what is the difference from the sock to the toilet paper? But then knowing my husband, he'll probably be yeah. like, no, this is not toilet. Like, there's something more to this that's happening. Is it the dog? Do they have right. a dog? Maybe it's pooping in the, in the sock because they're comfortable. Like, I don't know. Like... <laughs> It doesn't make sense. The story is not adding up. I feel like we need to investigate more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, get the magnifying glass like, out. Message guy, like, okay, what, what really is the problem? <laughs> like, yeah. We are here for you. <laughs> I feel like, like, I'd probably talk, like, if, if I was going through this, I would talk with her. I'm like, okay, what's going on? See what's up. I'd probably, you know, if, I had to come with some type of like compromise. It would have to be like, okay, let's ditch the socks. Stop using my sock first off, because I don't know why. That's <laughs> right, use funny. your own if you're gonna do that. Um, but like, if you like, are that fearful of like getting poop on your on your hands, for lack of better words, because I can't think of anything else to to say with that. Um, like, maybe get like cheap white t-shirts and wash them separately in the laundry, and let's just yeah. I don't know. I don't, it's not making sense to me. <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Why why can't she use her own socks? I guess she was using hers and then Just like ran she out? uh she ran out of That's... hers. <laughs> the this this topic was really weird when I was reading through it. I'm just like hey, I don't know how you approach that. It's situation. hard, but of course, like I you like... said, you have to talk about it and kind of, you know, come up with something. But really like I, it's not adding up to me. There's something more to this poop situation. But can she use gloves? Okay. Like latex free, if that's an issue? Uh, uh, Dispose of it? Uh -huh. um, I know there's a shortage of gloves right now, but. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but time. that's an expensive sock budget. Like, how often? I buy probably a couple pairs a year, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Gloves, like little. Ah, look, we have something like that. Some ideas. Yeah, we do. Yeah. You should tell them communicate. If that's the one thing that bothers you, can you still live with it or not? If you can't live with it, then that's when you're kind of like, listen, this is a deal breaker. You're putting, you're wiping my, using my socks to wipe your bum. Like, do they not have toilet paper? Right. Like, <laughs> I mean. I'm not sure how it is for you there, but currently we're going through a shortage. So you know what's maybe. funny? The factory of toilet paper is down the street for me. That thing's been going on twenty four seven, and I see that. But like, I'm ready to go <laughs> knock on their door and be like, "Listen, I buy it off you straight from the factory." <laughs> right? Pretty much, but I clearly know. it's it's yeah. I don't know. They're probably shortage of workers trying to comply with uh, the six feet 
distancing stuff and two meters and yeah so anyways this poop situation i don't know it's kind of fishy it is it is because it's you wouldn't expect that (laughs) no besides the common things like snoring too loud hogging the bed taking the sheets Uh, away you're always cold like nah Things the oh. Lord does. Uh, what do you mean? All things I do not snore. You snore like a train. <laughs> a train, sir. <laughs> it's terrible. Now that we got that topic off, <laughs> he's like, "Well, we're gonna divert from that." All right. All right. Well, did you give your two cents, Lauren? I did give my two cents. I was, I was kind of going along with what she was saying. Okay. I was I was saying like the cloth thing is I always thought that was a good idea like this having different cloths and stuff if you want to be more sustainable or if you yeah. are doing of the day just, and like all that kind of stuff. Keep them separate when you like wash. Yeah. Well, no, yeah, you'd have to do like a separate wash yeah. of like just like you do like your towels and you'd have to do all your washcloths and kind of their own. And it needs thing, to be but... like concealed too because the smell like once you open that lid you're just like whoa right. Right, they'd have to be like in their own. That's true. Bin. Or Imagine something. if you yeah. had a bad lunch. That would have been like, oh, okay. Oh God, no! Oh, God. <laughs> no! You need. You're not even Febreze is gonna help you. <laughs> oh gosh! All right. Well, <laughs> on that note, <laughs> where can everyone find? So you? I'm on Instagram at a little bit of everything with me. Also on Facebook, a little bit of everything with me. Um, Twitter, it's a different handle. It's Angelica V A L E C one. I don't know why when I started Twitter, that's the one I got. <laughs> um, the other thing. I'm on Facebook. I said that already. You can find me on my website as well for all the social media links and the podcast at www.everythingwithange.com or you can go straight to anchor.fm slash everythingwithange. And links will all be in the description for everyone to check out there. Um, Any last words you want to say well of course why thank you for asking (laughs) (laughs) i just want to say thank you so much guys i was looking forward to this all week and i was like oh my gosh i get to be with shadelle and lauren hey 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 (laughs) um keep doing what you guys are doing you guys are doing fantastic um i love your content i love your stuff um and you know, just keep positive. Everything will always be okay. And um, yep. yeah, just keep doing what you guys are doing. You guys are doing good content. So I really love you guys. You guys are awesome. And hopefully when this whole Rona thing settles down and we can all travel again, we can definitely meet up. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Been to Canada once before as a teenager. I'm like, I would love to go. Again. I have not. Oh, well. <laughs> make that one. <laughs> good well same to you of course keep doing what you're doing you're doing a great Thank job you. yeah i really like the ideas you had and, and what you're doing with like getting a lot of different people um from through linkedin and just different channels and networking i really think that's a smart idea and i'm not sure if i would take that idea because i'm not really that like <laughs> outward person but 
I dig that you're doing it and I can listen to you know, it all. For sure. And, you know, if you guys ever need any help, just let me know. You can always reach out to me because lately during these times, I think I can utilize my brain to help other people. There's <laughs> too many ideas yeah. running in this brain of mine. Don't worry. I, I can't I make agree. a Tesla yeah. or get one for free. Don't worry. I can't. Unless you want to pull something else, but I don't think that's going to work out for the both of us. But yeah, um, I, I can't make one. Not even the biggest 3D printer. I don't have one, so sorry, buddy. Okay, that's fine. It'll, it'll happen one day. Just keep playing the lottery. Uh, well, I feel like I was just going to save the money I'm going to put for a lottery because I feel like I never win those. <laughs> Once again, thank you for joining us. Um, and everyone, it's been a great episode. Once again, I'm Shadell, host of Page of Simpsons. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Lauren. And we will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Peace out. That was a Titan Cast episode.